today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Super Bowl yesterday, a lot of hype about this game. Uh, you know, the the greatest quarterback of all time against the greatest quarterback of this time. Uh, you know, is Patrick Mahomes going to knock Brady off? What's going to happen? Well, uh, it didn't go as planned. Not the a lot of way a lot of people had it planned anyway. And here's how it all wound up last night. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31, Chiefs 9, one second, there it is, 0, 0, 0, Bucs win! Bucs win, Bucs win the Super Bowl 55. Wow. Uh, who would have thunk it? <laughs> well, Tom Brady, for one, I guess, would have thunk it. Uh, joining us to talk about uh, what went on on the field yesterday, Andy McNamara, of course, National Fantasy host and journalist for uh, Rogers Sportsnet and play-by-play for the National Lacrosse League, too. Andy, great to have you with us today. Thanks so much for the time. Oh, absolutely, Bill. Pleasure to be on with you. Now, i got to tell my listeners know this, but, I mean, in the interest of full disclosure, I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. I mean, I have been <laughs> since. Now, I, I go back to, like, Steve Grogan and Jim Plunkett and everything. So, oh, I mean, okay. you know, it's it, I predate Tom Brady. You're legit. But I, yeah, I'm 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 one of them. Uh, I can go back to Babe Perilli, as a matter of fact, when I was just a little kid watching the American Football League when they were the Boston Patriots. But the message here, and I don't know when people are going to learn this, Eddie, is don't bet against Tom Brady. Yeah, like it just seems like it should be known by now, but people keep doubting him. And Tyron Matthew during the game as well. Like I could just hear Chiefs fans thinking, "Stop! What are you doing? Don't upset Brady. Don't give him any extra motivation." You get in Tom Brady's face, and the result is a thirty-one to nine beatdown. So it's yeah, he's, he might have to keep doing it forever. He looks he looks absolutely phenomenal. And Bill, I'm sure you saw the photos they showed from his draft year till now. I don't know yeah. anyone who can age that well and actually look better. <laughs> Twenty years later, unbelievable. I know. I was texting with a buddy of mine last night uh, in the dying moments there, and I said Brady is like forty-one, going on thirty. I yeah. mean, he's he just he's. He, I I can remember when I was a kid. Remember George because they always draw the comparative to George Blanda, who's the old Oakland Raiders quarterback, and I mean old because they, they it was a, this is a, mo- a modern miracle. This guy's forty-one years old and he's still playing football. Well, not really. He Blanda did some place kicking, probably threw about twenty-five passes because they had Daryl Monica back then, but Brady <laughs> Brady looks like a kid. He does, he, and, and he plays like a kid. Yeah. That's the other thing. He was so precise, and he is such, such not even a rare talent, like a, a true one of a kind. Because think about it, though. Ten championships, seven Super Bowls, more Super Bowl championships than any other team, and more Super Bowl MVPs, the same amount of Super Bowl MVPs as anybody else. Like, he has as many Super Bowl MVPs as anybody else and more than anyone. The only one he's tied with now, and it was way predating the Super Bowl, was Otto Graham of the Cleveland Browns, who took Mm -hmm. the Browns to 10 championships and seven victories. But that was way before, back in the 40s and 50s. What, what is because I know you know when he signed and, and it was pretty obvious I think after last year that he was not going to go back to New England. Mm. Uh, you know, Bill Belichick wanted to actually trade him two years ago. We all remember that. Yeah. Uh, and and you know the the owner when he got out of the massage parlors told him not to do it. You know, so uh, and that was fine because he's got the relationship and I get that. But but Brady didn't want to come back because the team the Patriots had, had decided that they were going to rebuild and he didn't want to be part of that. But everybody Andy figured okay Tampa Bay he's going to crash and burn there. You know, it was it was Belichick that made Brady as great as he is, and it was the the All Star cast. They built a team around this guy. I mean, let's face it, they, and they didn't start off fabulously this year either. I mean, the the Bucks had a bit of a slow start, mm-hmm. uh, just like they did last night, the, the first couple of series. But that's Tom Brady, isn't it? I mean, he he gets the lay of the land and figures, okay, this is what's going on. This is what I'm going to do, and that's what he did with the Bucks this year. 
Yeah, and here's the thing. I don't know if any of your listeners have been to, to Canton, Ohio, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I've been there, and yeah. almost to a man, you see these great careers and figures, and then at the end they're like, from this year to this year with this team, and then one extra year. And it's like, oh, that was the year they hung on too long. Remember Emmett Smith, Arizona Cardinals. You know, Joe Namath. Uh, you go, you know, like, yeah, you, Namath you, with you, the Rams, Johnny Unitas with the Chargers. Yeah. And figured, what are you guys doing that for? What are you doing? It's one more year. And the great ones, quite often, they have to prove it to themselves, right? But you yeah. see almost to a man that one extra year, it's like, ah, oh, he shouldn't have done that one. But Tom, and that's sort of what we thought maybe was going to yeah. happen to Tom Brady, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then this guy goes down. And here's what we all know about Tom Brady. He's a precision rhythm quarterback. Well, what happens? You have a co- Think about what he overcame, too. COVID shortened offseason to next to nothing. Then your top stars in Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, are injured for most of the first half of the season or in and out of the line. You include Antonio Brown. You include Rob Gronkowski, who's shaking off rust. And the last quarter of the season, those last four games, everybody got in sync. And that's when you thought, okay, now it's his time again. And once he gets rhythm, once he gets comfortable and everybody knows where they're supposed to be, you can't stop the guy. Well, what's interesting about this, too, is you watch the uh, the evolution of the Bucks this year, uh, and, and you wondered, okay, what's Brady going to be like, you know, going for the team where he doesn't know them and they don't know him? Mm-hmm. They built a team just like the, the Patriots championship teams, just like Belichick did. I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady, so what do you do? you got to give him a, a, some, some great receivers. Well, they've got them. They acquired them. And like you say, Gronk came back, and you know, he, he peaked last night, obviously. <laughs> but the, it was the running game, I think, that surprised an awful lot of people. But the Patriots always had a strong running game when they were winning championships, too. And there's two running backs from the Buccaneers that nobody even thought about this year. I mean, well, the, these guys were, you know, not even considered when it came to the draft. They were late choices or some – and boy, did these guys carry the ball. Well, and think about Leonard Fournette, scrap heap guy yeah. from the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Considered a bust, kind of, right? Off the yeah. field issues a lot. Multiple team suspensions with Jacksonville. Okay, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady recruited him specifically. He specifically recruited Antonio Brown. And think about what you want of him off the field because there, there are some very negative human characteristics. But on the <laughs> okay. field, the guy's, the guy's a heck of a talent. You recruit him. He's got these guys with him who have something to prove as well. And Leonard Fournette, and that was really the difference of the game. You're totally right. Running the football. And what did that do? That forced the Chiefs to respect the run, which opens up the pass. Elementary football right there. You got to be bounced. And for the Chiefs, they never got that running game going. And by the time they tried at the beginning of the second half with their rookie Clyde Edwards-Alaire to start running, it was too late. You just can't be one-dimensional. And you're right. When the Patriots were... We're winning their Super Bowls. Um, a, a large part of it was the, either those short passes, those extended run plays, or handing the football off to set up Tom Brady. Well, that's interesting about that because, I mean, you know, in the glory days, like Randy Moss and some of these other guys, mm-hmm. when they were starting to win Super Bowls, it was, okay, the 65-yard touchdown passes. Uh, and I, I mentioned to, on Friday when we were talking about the, 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 the game, I said, you know how you beat the Kansas City Chiefs? Don't let them have the ball. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's time of possession. Keep keep Mahomes off the field. And Brady was a ball control offense last night. I mean, running the game, running the clock down, you know, like you say, short passes, uh, running the clock, tick, 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 tick all through the game. And that's 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 a different kind, but it's a strategy that that, that they've employed. Uh, and he has evolved as a quarterback to understand that, you know, uh, Mahomes can't hurt us when he's sitting on the bench. That's right. And what happens? You build up that lead, and then you make the Chiefs even more one-dimensional. So you saw that Tampa Bay defense, which has been underrated the whole year, before last night's game, they were leading the league in the playoffs with sacks. 
getting after Patrick Mahomes, then that defense can really pin the ears back and go because you know they can't run the ball. They don't want to run the ball, and they're down by too much to run the ball. So it, it goes to, all right, where are you going to force the Chiefs to beat you? And by that I mean, all right, do you want to be Tyree Kill? Do you want to be Travis Kelsey? Well, they decided on Travis Kelsey, not because he's not a heck of a talent. He's the best tight end in football, bar none, 133 yards last night. But yeah. what does Travis Kelsey do? It's the middle. They're like, you know what? We'll give up the middle of the field. We're not going to let Tyree Kill be us as a game-changer and take it to the house type of guy who can put points on the board. That was the difference. They took Hill away, and he's still taking him away. It's still seven catches for 73 yards. That, that's a great day for most people. But you take you took the big play away, and that's what the the brilliance I think of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, was last night on defense. And then you just allowed Brady to do his thing. But you know all the stuff we read in the previous two weeks, of course, in the build up to this game, Andy, uh, they kept talking about Tampa Bay's defense. And you're right; I mean, the pass rush was incredible, and everybody knew that. But they said their weakness, their Achilles heel, is their defensive secondary. Mm. Not last night; it wasn't. No, you intercepted the defending Super Bowl champ twice amazing like and not just not just the the interception but the way when you saw pat mahomes back there didn't have anybody to throw to right and why did that happen because with tampa bay just like if you're playing lamar jackson with with patrick mahomes you don't blitz them if you send the house they're going to sidestep you and somebody's going to be open the buccaneers sent their front four so what does that do if you have a strong front four you're able to penetrate you're able to even if you don't hit the quarterback you're able to pressure, make him uncomfortable, make him move, then everybody else can drop back into coverage. All of a sudden, we're seeing coverage sacks or coverage mistakes because there's just not enough room out there, whereas if you blitzed him, you're giving up two to three more players, and that's going to leave a Tyreek Hill or McCole Hardman or somebody else open. And that's what it was. It was the front four pressure, and everybody else dropped back. So I think it was a brilliant strategy that Tampa Bay stuck to. It's interesting. I was making notes as I was watching this because I was hoping you were going to be able to join us today. And I, one of the ones I just wrote down last night, as I said, if your quarterback has tufts of grass stuck to his face mask, he's not having a good night. Uh, and, and that was it. But even with that, though, Andy, I mean, we saw the brilliance of Mahomes last night, too, even you know, even though he was obviously stressed. I mean, this guy was throwing sidearm 55 yards down the oh. field. I mean, this, this, this guy's a remarkable athlete. Oh, yeah. And you know what? For the bad game, and he admitted it, worst game of his career, like th- this is not – anything negative long-term for Pat Mahomes. Like, would it surprise anyone the next three Super Bowls if we see Pat Mahomes at all three? No. 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 Right? No. And the thing is, too, he's not going to use it as an excuse. But the turf toe injury, he's going to have surgery on it. And it's kind of – I wish they would come up with a, a meaner name for it. Because some of yeah. turf toe, they're like, oh, come on. It's serious, especially for a quarterback who needs to move around. That's planting. That affects everything. I think that affected him more than he let on. And he's going to have surgery on that. But – they got the weapons. Do the Chiefs need to uh, shore up that defense a little bit, especially on the run? Man, they yeah. were getting gashed. Yeah, but, like, this team is, is good enough with Pat Mahomes, who, Bill, here's the scary thing. This dude's 25 years old. He hasn't yeah. even hit his prime. Like, we're talking Tom Brady, 43 years old. Like, we at least have, if you stay as healthy, what, another 12 years <laughs> or more of Pat Mahomes? Like, this is, this is a hiccup. It's fine. It's extra motivation. I would not be surprised if we saw them back there next year. Well, we saw a little bit of that this year, though, didn't <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I mean, you know, if you want to use this season as protracted as it was because of COVID, 
My Holmes is is uh, as advertised. He's yeah. he's the next goat. I mean, he is the greatest of this time. Uh, Josh Allen in Buffalo, same thing. Ooh. I mean, these guys are future superstars, uh, and it bodes well for the league. I mean, they, they you know the you see the Aaron Rodgers and the Brady's, and as great as they are, you figure okay, you know their best days are probably behind them. But boy, what a crop of young guys that are coming up! Oh man, well, like you see, okay, Drew Brees is going to step away. Philip Rivers is gone. The old guard, right? Not that long ago, Peyton Manning stepped aside. Uh, and all that. And so, and even guys who aren't retired, but are out of the line, like a Cam Newton, he's not a factor anymore. So yeah, now you see a Josh Allen, who's that guy, complete package. Like even where Mahomes has the, the more polished uh, talent right now, the ceiling for Josh Allen, here's the scary thing, he hasn't even reached it. Like that, that's what's frightening about Josh Allen. The yeah. size, the mobility that is just just tantalizing when you think of the possibilities there. And the Bills are another team. They're going to be there. They're going to be oh, yeah. You throw Baker Mayfield as well, who the last chunk of, of this season really started to get comfortable in that system and live up to his first overall pick hype. So you got that. How about Justin Herbert, who balled out? Joe Burrow, who busted up his knee. He'll be back. Dak Prescott is going to return from ankle surgery. And on top of all that, we got Trevor Lawrence who's coming into the league in the draft this year. So, oh, the quarterback position is just so so bright and and we're going to see as well so much movement carson wentz could be on the move mitch trubisky like the, the, the quarterback well, D- Dak prescott hasn't now. signed with dallas yet well he got the uh i think, I think they got the um uh what they're going to have the tag on him i think they're going to franchise yeah. him again yeah so he's um, not, not going long anywhere term. not long yeah. term right and so you, you have that and the, and the the movement of where these quarterbacks could go in the land what's new england going to do they're not going to bring back cam newton no right right like Stafford to the uh, uh, to the Rams, Goff to the the Lions. The quarterback situation in the National Football League right now is so interesting, and it's and the offseason that just began today. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, this is uh, this this is moving day. This is usually when a bunch of yeah. coaches get canned and a bunch of other things yeah. that are happening. The other element about this too, like as you say, going forward, I mean, you know, Kansas City's not going anywhere. They're still no. a great team. The Bills are going to challenge for years to come, uh, and the Bucks. This is not a flash in the pan or a one-time. That's that's not an old team. There's a lot of talent on that team, oh, wow. and these are young guys, and they're still hungry. Yeah, and Tom Brady right away said, "Oh, yeah, I'll be back." Yeah, and of course, like if we looked at him, why not? Like Tom Brady, remember what was it a couple years ago? He's like, "I want to play down 45 now." He's like, "Yeah, I'll keep going." Yeah, good but, luck. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, like it sounds silly, but the way we saw him play last night, if he keeps looking physically better and keep it going. 45 just seems like a cinch. And, and, and you're right, the, the youth you have with there, with the Mike Evans, with the Chris Collins, with, with, um, you have some, some tight ends outside of Gronk, like a Cameron yeah. Bray, who's still very good, the running back. Now what's going to be interesting, you had Antonio Gibson and Leonard Fournette and Gronk all on one-year contracts. So how does the cap work into this? How does contract, is it another one-year deal? Do these guys want bigger money? That's what's going to be the, the sticking point with Tampa Bay um, and it might just be a case where they're like, look, let's sign up for one more, get another ring, and figure it out later. And if I'm them, that's what I'm doing. Go get yourself another title. Exactly. And it's it's bizarre. I know we're just about out of time here. Uh, you know, we were all, I think, a little nervous about, you know, the the COVID season, you know, for hockey, yep. for basketball, and for football. Uh, you know, are they even going to be able to do this? And there were some moments there, you know, when we started getting positive testing early in the season. I thought, oh, they, this is going to hell in a handcart. But this this was a, a damn good football season and a lot of excitement. As you say, the Browns are back. Uh, you know, the Bills are back. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of great stories here. Oh, for sure. And 
what I think is going to come out of this, uh, and we've already heard it from uh, the NFLPA, the Players Association, is they're going to be petitioning the league and saying, look, uh, like we don't need this long of an offseason. Look at how good the football was, the quality was yeah. basically next to no training camp. Now, you want oh, you want more. You, you want a bit more than that. But I wonder how this is going to evolve things when it comes to player safety, to how much they have to be on the field, to uh, eliminating uh, more preseason games. So this whole COVID season could evolve the NFL into something much different moving forward. And let's not forget, we get the extra playoff team again next year, too. And an extra game on the schedule. Exactly. Uh, Great ending, though, to a great season. Andy, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for the time today. Great talking with you about this. Oh, absolutely, Bill. Anytime. Thank you. Hang in there. Andy McNamara, of course, National Fantasy host and uh, journalist with Rogers Sportsnet. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.